Hello, my name is Nathaniel Emanuel, the co-host of The Cricket Scoop. The way we make our podcast is on Anchor, and Anchor's the easiest way to make a podcast. There's a few things that make it the best in the business. First of all, it's free. Also, there's creation tools that allow you to easily record and edit it from your phone or computer, and it distributes it for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Another thing that's good is you can make money from it with no minimum listenership, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Cricket Scoop. In this edition, we'll be talking about all the England players' current test form ahead of their trip to Sri Lanka on the 14th of January. So we'll start by discussing Dom Sibley and his current form. Yehuda, what do you have to say yeah, about well, him? Yeah, well, he's in very good form right now. Two test hundreds, more than Oli Poe, very good form. Two test hundreds, two fifties, I think, yeah. And he's just in very good form for me. I actually Coffee. disagree with that. Recently, he's only been getting around in the 30 scores. But he is showing his temperament and he's learning new skills as he travels, like in the most recent he's summer against cool. Pakistan. Um, I would also agree with Nathaniel. Number one, he scored extremely slowly and he gets bogged down a lot against the spin. Against the spin, yeah. he's caused all sorts of problems. For example, Ross and Chase against West Indies. Manages to keep it out, but he gets he gets about one run and over, and he just bogs the whole team down. And also recently, he's got he's recorded quite a few ducks, so I'm not so sure he's yeah, doing he's that well. He's got a few hundreds, but he's still gotten a lot of ducks. But right, overall, going back to Sweet's point that he's slow against spin, I think that in a way is good. There's lots of good England players that can attack against spin. So they need one holding player who can just keep everything together. No, but against Sri Lanka and India, where they're going too soon, I think the ball's going to spin a lot. And also, it's not like he's blocking it out and surviving the whole time. He's not necessarily not going to get out from no, the spin. No, I disagree. He, he just clips it the whole time. He does, not like he's getting out. He just can't score a run. Just clips it straight to the field. And if any team captain has sense to put a fielder then and just won't score runs very quickly. Yeah, so number one, he's going to stay on strike the whole over. And he's not... So that, that means that if you just put one guy for the cliff on the leg side, that means he's going to be on strike the whole over and you can formulate all your plans for him. And then there also won't be so much time, let's say if Stokes is at the other end, Stokes won't get on strike. And so the spinner won't be under any pressure at all and he'll just no, you can't get find his legs. You can get singles, but if you block him off, like you just bring out the reverse sweep sometimes, which he isn't very good at. Also, against the Pacers, since he has that usual, since he has that unusual technique, also, so if you just bowl a bouncer angling across him, it's quite likely he'll flick down the leg side. You also see. With Steve Smith a bit, who has a sort of similar technique with the bat going very square. Then it's also, then for England, the whole Ashes test, they put a leg slip in. He edged it a lot behind. It didn't exactly find the fielder, but you can see they both edge it. 
but they both get it behind into the left yeah, side. Yeah, they made a fielding position with Sibley. He always gets out. Also, he always gets caught behind, as we saw with Mohamed Abbas, cleverly. Ball in the leg side. Sibley just clipped it straight to Rizwan against Pakistan. He just needs to work on that a bit. But overall, I think his pace bowling technique is quite good. And he generally doesn't get out from it. But against the spinners, against the spinners, I think he just needs to work out a way how to get runs to get the pressure off him a bit. And let's say get the other guy in strikes. It's not all upon him. And then they can just rotate the strike. And then also against the pace bowlers, he's, he generally scores a bit faster. And he also needs to work. He's very strong if you bowl that leg stump to him. But he also needs to be able to hit through the offside a bit more and a bit more fluently. Yeah, I agree. Also, he can be a bit handy with the ball. <laughs> I mean, it just bowls a few wide and over. But that's good. <laughs> Going on from Sweet's earlier point, um, I would just say that he did have an interview and he does play T20 cricket. And in the interview, he said that it's just at the beginning of his career. And as he goes further on, he will then start expanding his shots. So right now, I think he's solid. And yeah, he also has a strike rate in T20 cricket of 140. I actually find that quite unbelievable, seeing his test strike rate. But overall, I still think he should keep his... 0. 0. Overall, I still think he should keep his place because he does get runs. You see across all... All since he was very young, across every single format. Went to India to play Yeah, he. I think he does school runs, and then he's. You should just keep him in. The Sorry, side. that was that cool. Give Give him some time, and I think eventually he'll just work on his technique and start doing a lot better. Let's start discussing yeah the other England opener, Rory Burns. So I personally think that. Although he's quite good recently, since he was injured playing football in South Africa, oh, I think he's true. I think he's lost form a bit. And against the move ball that's well, moving away, not necessarily true. This summer, he was England's like second, third, or fourth highest scorer. That's quite an achievement when you have the likes of Root and Stokes. Stokes wasn't really playing, to be fair. Still, it's quite a big achievement. Yeah, but still, against the ball, moving away from him, as you saw with Shahina Fridi just moving no, it away. That, that and Mohamed Abbas, that when the ball moves away from him, he has, he's very vulnerable. Since it's he has that way technique, he gets, he gets too much far, so. in front of it, so he can't just leave it. He can't, he can't leave it alone because of his strange technique. So that makes him very vulnerable mm. against it. So I think... With um India's top quality pace yeah, bowlers, I think they'll try target him. I think Bumrah and Shami and Sharma will all be looking to target there. Yeah, so they'll be looking to target that area of him. If you think that India's not only fast, they've also got lots of spin bowling. And against when he got his 90 against in the last test against yeah. West Indies, he right. did very well, sweeping, reverse sweeping, yeah. and doing, and doing all different Indies. types of sweeps. So... No, I think he should stay for the in for the India test, and they shouldn't get Keaton Jennings instead of him. So that's part of my point. So you can see that he sometimes does very well, but he's just a bit inconsistent. But I still think he should stay. But 
He has gone a bit off form recently. Before he was getting hundreds for fun, he was just scoring runs for fun against New Zealand and and against in the Ashes against Australia. I think he was doing much better before, and he's lost his way a bit. But I think I still think he's very on. He's he's uh, quite good now. Yeah, he's two hundreds. Yeah, and a couple Especially of fifties. Especially in his Ashes debut, like four fifth, four five fifties. But I I don't think he'll be playing for Sri Lanka. His wife is gonna is gonna have a first baby, so he might not come. It's happening more and more now. It's usually the bubble. Usually they would just fly in and they'd have the baby in the other country. But since the bubble, more and more players aren't going on. Also, um, I think that Dom Sibley is a right hander and Burns is a left hander, so I think it's a good match up for both of them. Because it puts those bowlers off their lengths just a bit. And since yes. both techniques are unusual, they have to target different areas for them. So I think both openers overall should stay and keep their place. They also both go slowly and work their way in very hard and slowly. Generally, yeah, which is the way Chris Silverwood and Joe Root seem to be going. Yeah. Established a first, big first innings total of around 400 plus. And it doesn't matter how slow they get it, as long as they get it. So that, in a way, suits what Chris Silverwood and Joe Root yeah, are Yeah, because also for. the first three, Crowley, Burns and Sibley, are all very, very slow. And then the rest, like Stokes, Butler. No, Crowley's a quick scorer. Crowley's like medium and Root could do a bit first. Pope also. Generally, I find that when one fails, the other one normally puts up a good performance. Yeah. So both of them together, you generally get about 70 runs from the openers. And one normally fails, but then the other one normally yeah. does quite well. Gone through the slip cord on that four. Not the most elegant stroke that he has played, but it brings up 200 for Crawley. What a great feeling for Zach Crawley. Maiden double hundred. I mean, it's an extraordinary performance. Let's talk Zach Crawley now. Yehuda, do you have anything? <laughs> so, yes, so, um, I personally think that he's a very good number three since... He scores quite quickly. He can hit to most areas of the ground. So he, unlike Dom Sibley, he doesn't just hit ex- quite exclusively to the leg side. He hits all, all around the ground. He has all the new shots, all the new flicks and what have you nowadays. And so I think I think he's very good. And also he's got a double hundred recently. So he's on form. He plays spin well and he yeah, plays totally. pace also quite well. Although he's against Mohamed Abbas, he did have a bit of difficulty, but most players in the England team did have some difficulty. So you can't really say much from him. Yeah, Mohamed Abbas is a very good bowler. He moves it and nips it all around. So I think that Crawley's place is quite secure right now. But he's a tiny bit inconsistent, but I think he'll start doing better once... I think he'll be a bit more consistent once he just gets a bit more into the England team and he gets more used to playing international test cricket. Well, I don't think he's a guaranteed spot against India. Look who you have. Burns, Sibley, then then you put 
maybe him at three. Um, probably. I don't. I wouldn't say he is a guaranteed spot. Why not? Why is he not a guaranteed spot? Oh no, I'm talking rubbish. I know. I thought you were so. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about when Stokes was injured and they needed another bowler. Now since they have an extra bowler in Stokes, then. I think yeah. Okay. I think he is quite guaranteed. Um, I think. Um, who is who else? Who else is there? Maybe Dan Lawrence is coming through. He's decent. I like the look of him, but still, he's not through yet. So, meantime, we'll have him. Yeah, and I think he's a lot. He's quite a lot better than who is replacing Joe Denley. Although Joe Denley did score, did get a 94-96, but he just hasn't got a hundred. He just can't yeah. get through. He seems to just get nervous. And also, Joe Denley plays quite within himself because he's so nervous and he's so careful about not getting out and then so. he's playing really well he has good cover drives good shots and then there's always one ball which just gets him out he just doesn't go on and get the big scores that are really useful as a number three so joe denley isn't a guaranteed spot let's say for the ashes he's quite on zach crawley's a young talented player coming through the england team and you can see against with kent he he, he plays very well and i think yeah so overall i think Zach Crawley is quite secure in his spot, and I think England will keep with him for their India tour. Let's talk Joe Root now. So I think overall he's actually quite a good captain. Recently, all the field placing that he's done has just come off, and you can see he's starting to build control of his team. You can see he's more of a leader now than when he first took over from Alistair Cook. As captain, you can see he's starting to implement ideas, and I think with Chris Silverwood, since since his focus is on going slowly and building school and building school, whereas whereas Trevor Bayliss was more entertaining, just whacking around a bit more, not so much. But I think so with Chris Silverwood, both ideas are being implemented very well, and with Sibley, who just who's, who's very good, who just who he um he. Um, subscribes to that mindset of just getting in, playing slowly, and just tiring out the bowlers, getting miles in, getting miles in the bowlers' legs. And so I think, I think Juru and Chris Silverwood as captains are both very good. But I think Root's form recently, since he's gone as captain, no, has, has just dipped drastically. I think. I was only in the ashes since he got that double hundred. His freaking totally boosted. Look against South Africa in that inning fifty this summer. Was he got a really well played fifty? He hasn't got any hundred and hundreds for a number four are quite expected. You can see Crawley it's getting hundreds. Um, Dom Sibley getting hundreds. Stokes getting hundreds. Yeah, Stokes is getting hundred, and so. I think his form has just dipped, but I think him as a captain is very good. But recently, he's he'll he'll say that the pressure of captaincy isn't isn't um, making him worse, but I really do think it is. But but there's no one else as captain really. Ben Stokes, he's I think you should just let him be vice well, captain, give his ideas. Peterson. Yeah, all those good players they don't they just don't do so well as captain. So I think his form is just. A bit low right now here. Besides for that double hundred against New Zealand, he really, really hasn't hasn't batted very well. He's gotten occasionally he could find his form. He, he only gets fifties, and besides, 
recently he just hasn't got some centuries and I think his form's gone a bit down, but hopefully he'll find it against India where he's generally quite good. He, he has a very good technique against spin and also his, his bouncer technique is actually very good. He pulls well, he cuts well, he plays all the shots well. So he just needs to get a few innings put together, get some runs, and then I think he'll really start being in form, and then he'll be the player to watch for England. Occasionally, um, you see glim- glimpses of what he was in, let's say, 2015, 16. You see glimpses of his shots and everything. Right, we're now talking about England's Ben Stokes, one of the mo- best contemporary cricketers around. Sweet, do you have any ideas? So I think he's an incredible player. He's one of the most sought-after players in the world. And he's extremely good at tests. He's extremely good at all formats. But in tests, he's a very good batter, I think. And although Joe Root sometimes underballs him and then bowls him for like 10 overs in a row, which sometimes explains why he's not able to bowl because he's not managed so well, I, I still... I think he's a brilliant cricketer and I think he definitely deserves to keep his place in the side for Sri Lanka and India. Yeah, that leads into my point. Why does Joe Root bowl Ben Stokes so little? Um, because sometimes they, sometimes he forgets to use him and then no. when he remembers he tries to like make up for him. You can't forget to use one of the best cricketers in the world. Sometimes maybe he thinks he doesn't need him. So, he only um, uses him in the situations where they need vital like comeback and they're doing bad. Yeah, I agree with you, Hodder's last point that um he's he's sometimes just bold bouncer after bouncer. He's very good when the ballers are moving around. There's no assistance for the likes of Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad and Chris Wilkes. And also for the spinner, Don Best, who I personally think is not very good. And so I think so he's generally used to rest the seamers up, make sure the game doesn't get too far away from England, especially since he normally bowls in the dry overs when the ball... So they're waiting to rest Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson for the new ball. So I think that's why he's generally underused and then overused. And also he's a very impactful player. So as you saw against Sri Lanka in the game that went down to like the last seven or eight overs, I think that that's why Stokes is used so much in the dry... I think that was against South Africa. I said that. So, sorry, um, South Africa. Yeah, and I also think his batting has improved so much in the past few years. Um, In, for example, the 2015 Ashes, you just see him smash around, get a 50. Now he's so much better at reading the situation of the game. Like we saw in the second test against West Indies, he batted very slow against Dom. He batted very slow with Dom Sibley. That might be to do with no crowd trying to make him score fast, but still very good. How much he's improved? Yeah, when it is crowd, they know he can smash it, so they like pressure him on to smash it. Also, I don't think he could be a very good captain, like the likes of Andrew Flintoff, all these star performers. Okay. Um, Ian both um, these star performers and all rounders they they like they don't like being captain. It takes too much pressure on them. Yeah, I think Ben Stokes is better when he's a lot freer, and his yeah. batting has definitely improved. 
as Natana said, he reads the situations much better than before. He's gone much more mature as a cricketer. And I think he um in Sri Lanka and India, he's definitely he's definitely guaranteed the space unless yeah. since his, since the news of his father's death, I think maybe he might just um have one or two games off and then he'll come back. Who could replace him anyway? Well, you saw in the Pakistan series that someone did replace him. But also, no, it's good to see against the, with the third test in West, against the West Indies and also the first test in Pakistan, England won without him contributing any major part. But that's also good to see how much the England team are moving forward. And yes, yeah, good to see how much England are moving forward, even that they can manage even without their star performer, however good he is. Yeah. What about Oli Pope? Yeah, I think he has a potential, massive potential, to become one of the greatest players the world has ever seen. I'm basing this on the fact that he has scored one century, but he should have deserved much, much more. Look at his shots. He does all around the ground, reverse scoops, elegant cover drives like Ian Bell. People are already comparing him to the likes of Ian Bell and Jerry. Punch, back foot punches, straight drives. Pull the sweeps, especially that reverse scoop shot against Kahita Rabada. That was brilliant. He takes off the pressure of the other batsman. So um, he does. He does have a lot of potential, I think, to be one of the world's best cricketers over the next few years. But I think there are few problems which he can be exploited with. So number one against leg spin. So in the subcontinent. Um, there's going to be a lot more spin, and we saw twice against Pakistan. He was against Pakistan, and with Yasser Shah, he got onto the back foot, and he was just pushed back and pushed back, and then he then he was bowled upon LBW was trying to cut. It leads exactly onto my point. He was sitting there on the balcony watching Joe Root, one of the best batsmen and the captain, try to cut. He's, Joe Root's one of the best players against spin. He sees him failing. What does he do after watching that? He, he then tries to cut. So although he's good, he needs to learn a bit, mature, and then hopefully he'll be very good. Yeah, so I think him, along with the likes of Joss, Joss Butler, Ben Stokes, and one of the openers, I think those, those players have dragged England back into the game on numerous occasions against West Indies against Pakistan, it happened quite a lot. And, also, yeah, so when Oli Pope got that 94, I think. 91. 91 it was. Um, so against Pakistan, him and Joss Butler both dragged them into the game. So England do have a bit of um, depth back in the order. And I think um, I think he's he's quite secure in this spot for the Pakistan, I mean, for the um, Sri Lanka and India tour. Yeah, he's also an outstanding fielder, short leg especially. He's taking some blinders, he's at a slip. Everywhere around the ground he does, he runs miles. And that led him on to a shoulder injury. That's why. But he's going to come back against Sri Lanka, hopefully. Also, I don't think he has too much competition for those spots. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do think he's quite assured in his place against India and Sri Lanka. Splendid moment for Josh Butler as he goes through to his second Test Match 100.
He's first as a wicketkeeper batsman, how well he's played. Also, we should discuss Joss Butler and all the other wicketkeeping options. Sweet, do you have any ideas? Yeah, so on number one, I think his wicketkeeping has got to improve, especially in Sri Lanka and India, where you have to take every opportunity against um, the spinners. And Joss Butler's wicketkeeping against spinners um, in the most recent tour has been quite poor, and also against some of the pacers. But just to point out, um, with Shah Masood, he missed two chances, and then he dropped the ca another catch later on in the game. So I, th I think his wicket-keeping needs to improve, especially since he has a lot of competition. Bairstow is on form, and he's a very good wiki. And maybe they'll just consider putting Fuchs in, since he's, basically, since he's a excellent wicket-keeper, uh, and he'll just take those half-chances and actually take them and get wickets for them. But despite all that, his batting has improved a lot since he first started. It is quite funny that you imagine Joss Butler and ODIs being one of the most destructive players, but then you look at his test, he's only got 200, and both of them have been scoring slow. Yes. So for some reason, he seems to like in tests to score slowly instead of the destructive player he could be. He's been working on ways British facing, because in test match, he's to be facing a different direction, not so attacking. He's been working, now facing much better position. And also, Johnny Besto is very angry after losing his central, his test central contract for England. He's pushing for support. He's a fierce competitor. He is a much better wiki. And he also seems, Johnny Besto also seems to do well whenever there's more competition. So, um... Yeah, so as with Oddie Pope, him and Joss Butler have both dragged in England back in the game. His batting has definitely improved. And it's in England where against the moving ball, it's generally quite hard to bat. And although he bats quite low down the order, because he still sometimes takes the second new ball. So it's not such an easy spot, the number seven. And his batting's gone really good. I think he scored the second most runs that summer. And, it, and he's been quite good, but his wicket-keeping needs to improve. So overall, I think it's quite a gamble to say who would who would um, have the spot against India and Sri Lanka. So but, um, I, I like the look of him, and I think eventually he'll start doing well. Ben Fuchs is also a competitor. Yeah, so Ben Fuchs is a very good wicket-keeper. So, yeah, as I was saying earlier, maybe they'll just consider him for those tools where you need to take um, every single opportunity that comes its way. And also, Josh Butler, he, he's quite good against fast bowling, especially with the leg side catches. I've seen him take some blinders. I think he's a bit better with his run out in the outfield. Yeah, so um, he, he does have a good game against the spinners, where he can just whip the ball over into the leg side for six, and he does... He's very good when he's on that sort of form where he just puts the pressure back yeah. onto the bowlers. And against fast bowling, he can just choose which balls to smash and he whacks them back, miles back. So, yeah, so I think they should keep with him. And England's spinning options, what do they have in there? And are there any competition? Um, is there any competition for Don Best? Svi, do you have any ideas? Yeah, so personally, I, I think Bess is absolutely pathetic. Yes. He does not spin the ball. 
He does. He doesn't have any variation. He Adam Rashid's googly spin more than his average offspin. He doesn't have any drift, which is the crucial factor in getting top batsmen out, and that is why Best has struggled because he hasn't gotten drift, and drift doesn't really depend on the pitch, so it's still very useful to have it, and that's why I think one of the main reasons Best is so isn't very on. Um, Efficient. Yeah, when the ball isn't moving, swinging around, and it's in these middle overs like 50. You saw in the summer occasionally, England need to pick up a wicket. They need to rely on Jofra Archer and a spinner. I saw Dom Best just bowling in the same position, going straight, not moving one bit. Yeah, so when England got to number one in the world, they had Graeme Swan, who was very good in tying down one end, letting the fast bowlers rest. And so I think Best isn't letting the fast bowlers rest because um, Joe Root sees that he's just, he's, he doesn't have much control. So he, he's not really picking him. So then the fast bowlers don't rest. And that leads on to the whole bowling option where the fast bowlers don't rest. And then when they get a new ball, they're still tired and they don't bowl as well. So Nathaniel, do you have anything to add or comment? Yeah, I don't think that's completely fair with, with him. Although he hasn't got many wickets, if you look at the amount of opportunities he has created, there are quite a few against um, Pakistan's test captain he created an opportunity. But just the field placings always seem to be wrong with him. He's always he's always got an extra fielder where he shouldn't. So he needs to learn a bit more about field placings and then maybe he can... And then hopefully for England, as they don't really have any more... Op- off-spin options, then hopefully Jack he can Leach. improve. So, um, I th- actually think Jack Leach would be a very good off, would be a very good um choice. And um, I just wonder if he'll end his career on the hat trick ever since yeah. the Ashes because I don't know why England don't seem to favour him. And I actually no, he think he's very good. Well. And no, so recently he's um over lockdown he started feeling quite a lot better and also. Against the West Indies, they had like maybe one left-hander, um, which was, uh, I think, no, I don't know. So, yeah, so it was Campbell. They had one left-hander. So Don Best bowling off-spin to a left-hander, and they didn't really have any. Jack Leach is left-handed off-spin, so it spins away from the right-hander, so it's much more useful. And especially in the subcontinent, England need Best to pick up his game and start performing a lot better. But hopefully I'll get a bit of assistance from the pitches. And I, ju- I just think that Swan has said quite a lot of times that he wants to be the England um, spin bowling consultant. And I think he'll actually be quite a good choice since he has a good knowledge of the game and he has quite a good sense of humour. So I think he'll fit in well and he'll just do quite well as um, the spin bowling consultant. Going back to Svi's point, I'll tell you why. Um, Leach isn't getting picked. England, no Don Best has potential, even though I don't think he does. Um, they they know that, so they think they think they know that. So they're trying to build him into the game, get more experience. Eventually, he could become much better. That's why they're not choosing Jack Leach. Yeah, that actually is quite a good point. And Jack Leach is quite old now, and Best has a lot of future as an England player ahead of him. So. I, I think that maybe they should just stick with best or bit. Adam Rashid's shoulder um isn't so good, so isn't so good, so it might be hurting him or he can't play a whole five day game where he might have to both thirty overs 
a day. So um, I think maybe they should just stick with Best and just give him a few more opportunities. Yeah, I think overall England's game is very good. But there's one thing that's lacking, and that's the spin, spin options. And that's what they need to improve on to continue improving and getting better. Yeah, well, Joe Root, since Best isn't doing that well, Joe Root has to bowl himself a lot of overs, which isn't ideal for a captain, because then they have to make those field placings and, and everything. I actually think Joe Root is quite a good bowler, and on many occasions he has done um, marginally better than that main spin bowler. So Joe Root is quite good as a backup option, but I still think they need their main spinner. So I think maybe they should just keep with Bess Orbit and just give him experience in yeah, his spinning conditions. Yeah. England's fast bowling options, who have they got there and who's likely to be picked in the subcontinent? Personally, if I could pick three, I would pick probably, definitely, um, definitely I think Anderson. I'm no, old. he's a bit old. So what? He, he says he could carry on until he's 60, something like that. <laughs> but I don't know. He's very good. Six hundred wickets, a lot of them. And to Coley, I'm not sure. He's going out a lot of time. He says he loved battling with him. Vera Coley. It's gonna be a good contest. And also India has such class of batsmen. So I think you need Stuart Broad also nipping it. And then you have the left hander, um, Sam Curran. Um, he has skiddy, he has a good angle, just, I don't know, something about him, he's just slow, but he swings it tons, and he just, I don't know what it is, but and he also I just like the look of him. He destroyed India at edge basket. So my, my three seamers would be quite different, so I'd have Wood, um, number one, he, he's quite handy down the order, he, and also, his pace livens things up. The reason why I wouldn't really pick Wood. Archer is because recently, in tests, he's been bowling about 84 miles an hour. And Wood, Wood, I think he should have gotten more opportunities um, on on the when England were playing at home. It was one bad game, but Archer also didn't have such a, such a good game that time. So, I think they should pick him as he's very fast, skiddy. He has, and he he livens things up for the bounces. for the batters. He has fast bounces, and he gets straight into things, straight into bowling, ninety miles an hour. And so then my second one would be Broad. I I just like the look of him. He's very good against the left-handers. Brings it away, can just cut it back in. So I I think I would definitely pick Broad. And he's also very experienced. Knows. Has got good cutters and things from his days in T20 and playing in the UAE. And so then my my last SEMO would probably be um Sam Curran, um, because he has that left arm angle, cramps the right handers for room, and sometimes his line just holds, but and then uh, on the other time they'll just nip away, so it creates doubt and confusion in the right handers' mind. So I find so I think it's quite difficult to play. Not answer. Um, maybe they'll just put Anderson yeah, on, on a different test. Honestly. Yeah, so they'll, the fast orders they'll probably rotate. So maybe my other one, my other ones would be Wilkes, who, um, although his record hasn't been so good overseas, he's improving all the time, and he's quite—he's a very good batter, as seen in Pakistan. 
where him and Josh Butler single-handedly won England the game. I don't really know what you're talking about, having three seamers in the subcontinent. It's because you're not a head coach. But personally, I think that Joe Root needs to improve his captaincy. In Joshua Archer in the IPL is amazing. He bowls like 95 miles T20, an hour. And in T20, the Joe Root needs to learn how to use Joshua Archer a bit better yeah, rather than points. bowling him for seven, eight overs at a time instead of a three instead of the two and T20. So Jiru, that's one thing Jiru needs to improve on. Yeah, so I actually think Natana's um, point was very good. And maybe they should they should get another spinner like Adil Rashid, although he's not completely fit, actually. Moen Ali, yeah, should be in consideration, especially since it's a T20 World Cup. And just to get him the feeling of playing cricket again for England, since he hasn't done that, in quite a long time now, going back maybe to the World Cup or maybe, oh no, a bit, quite, no, he hasn't played regular cricket quite recently. Sam Curran is also a decent batter. He'd score you quick runs down the end. Same with Mark Wood. I think they should rotate Curran, Wos and Wood. Just... Are you leaving out Anderson now? No. Oh, so they're... Yeah. Anderson, Broad, Sam Curran and Wood. Or wood, because those are three. I'll put Sam Curran on two tests, wood on one, and ropes on one. So, yeah, so I'll stick by my my fast bowlers would be, if there was only two, then it would be um, broad and wood. And so, because wood needs, um, was very fast and broad, very experienced and good to left-handers. I'm some experience, why are you giving him I just... I just like the look of Broad, especially in India. Nothing's happening for a long time. Broad can just get on one of his famous spells and just demolish opposition in no time and then get back to putting his feet up in the dressing room. Anderson has a very good record in India. Yeah. yeah. Gotten Virat Kohli something like five times. Yeah, five times actually isn't that much, but Virat Kohli is quite new to test. Isn't, yeah, maybe it's Virat quite good. Yeah, so um, so I'll stick by my principles with Broad and Wood. Yoda, what will you pick? Two. Uh, I would pick Anderson and Curran. And Natana, what will you pick? I will pick Anderson and Broad on a rotation policy and also Joffre Archer. But And hopefully if Mark Wood would have had his contract, actually, then I would have also rotated Archer, Archer and Wood. But seeing that he doesn't, I would do... I'm going to do Broad and Anderson and Archer all on a rotation policy. So that means you... Uh, 